You are listening to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss our RC adventures. Welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss the ups and downs of the new RC Flyer. Join your hosts, Michael and Jay, as they take flight at the park. Now on with the show. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Park Flyer Podcast. I'm Jay from the hills of Texas, and with me, as hey. always, is my good buddy. Uh, I'm A.K. Mike in Texas. That's right. A.K. Mike in Texas, but we're missing AZ Mike in Texas. What gives? Well, he's not even in Texas, so we're yeah. missing him completely besides yeah. that. Unfortunately, uh, you know, he got a little bit of relief from when he got COVID and had a little bit of time off. Uh, and now they're taking back that time with a vengeance. So he okay. thought he thought he was off until the end of the month, and they called him up uh, after training after like two days or one or day, two days, and they were like, hey, we need you to do X, X, X. We got to get 24 hours out of you. So he's doing a whirlwind flying around the country and flying uh, overseas and coming back and everything in between. So unfortunately, he had to take off before he got back. So Okay. Yeah. Oh. Oh. But I can, it's hard to believe it's only been – what a week since I week two weeks I guess since I last talked to you and uh, you got a chance to go to the Holly uh, Holly Springs event and from what little talking that I had with you during that time it sounded like you had a good time. I did. I had a really good time. Uh, well, I, I met up there with uh, Doug in the morning, and uh, you know we'll talk a little bit about that as we go through this uh, podcast because that's what we're here for. And uh, yeah, so we we hung out, had a good time, and. Uh, it, it was good. It was good fun. All right. Well, before we get into it, let me, let's go for a quick commercial break, and uh, I'll have a couple questions for you. Three D Aerovictures adding fun to the RC hobby, one layer at a time. Feeling weak and powerless? Sounds to me like you need A-Power batteries. When someone needs the best, they always choose the A-Team. A-Power batteries. Get on the web and get yours today. Thanks, we're back. All right, Mike, like I said, you, you kind of combined, combined this as a you know work thing for us, <laughs> a vacation yeah. thing, um, yeah. uh, a girlfriend thing. Uh, I mean... You're winning all the way I think that was pretty much just a, it was really a vacation thing with Joel and, uh, and then, uh, then just a podcast thing for us. And so, uh, you know, uh, because my brother lives there and my father doesn't live too far away, uh, I get to turn these cool, these events into a little bit of a trip and go visit the both of them. and, And I got to do that. So it was a lot of fun. We, uh, we went after the, after the Holly Fest, we went to, uh, golfing at Pinehurst. That oh, nice. was fun. And and then uh, after that, we went to my dad's and get on a air, hot air balloon. I've never that done that. Fun. I've never done that. Oh, no? No. Yeah, uh, I yeah. lived in New Mexico I, for I years. hadn't either, really. But, but yeah. But uh, I was, it was really kind of cool because, um, you know, I fly paramotor. That's fun. And I kind of understand it landing. You know, it's got to be a, a slopey thing. In, <laughs> in the balloon, <laughs> I assumed I assumed it was going to be a little more up and down, and it's not. It's a little bit of a slopey thing too, and so uh, you know you you're obviously your descent's a little bit slower because you don't come crashing down like I sort of do when I'm when I'm flying my paramotor. But 
she um, um, she she grazed the top. The pilot grazed the top of the trees before we landed in the field, uh, and I I think that was partly for us, you know, just for fun, right. but also partly to slow the rig down, right? So that it wasn't uh, traveling at high, you know, some high rate of speed as we got into this field. It was a it was a couple acre field, but still small for balloons perspective, you know, because you gotta you, you do float some level and you you have to float otherwise you're gonna you will smash into the ground and that, that's a bad <laughs> and thing that's for a, everybody that's a bad ending to a good a good day but but it was kind of interesting you know you don't just land once you 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 hit the ground and then you pick up again and then you hit the ground again and then you pick up again and then you hit the ground again and luckily for us the grass was really tall in the field we were in uh it was probably you know two feet maybe and so we were able to really drag more than we were had to you know touch the ground at all Nice. So that was kind of cool. Yeah, it was fun. We had a good All right. Time. Well, uh, like I said, I'm my, glad. My dad that... went with me, and so that was kind of a neat thing oh, for him, too. Very good, very good. He's 88, and so he got to get his, his first ride in a balloon ride, too. Well, and you picked the right ride, right? So, you know, I always think that a balloon ride, you know, nobody's going to go, my gosh, you took your 88-year-old dad up in a, you know, uh, a, a, a precision aerobatic plane. You know, people might frown upon <laughs> that, you know, but a balloon ride, yeah, maybe. that's okay. I think he would frown upon that. I don't think. Well, I'm would, sure, you know, right? If Mike offered, a, if Mike offered him a ride, I think he'd go hard pass <laughs> on that. All right, so um, I'm, I'm sure our listeners want to hear what all happened at Hollyfest. So, uh, did you get you rained out? Beautiful weather, you know, hot, it, cold. It was actually the best weather ever. The uh, the I guess the, a, a, a strong storm came through uh, just before the week before. And I, it left in its wake a very nice day. Uh, you know, let's let's go ahead and we'll sit down with Doug and uh, hear what he has to say about the beginning of the day, and then we'll go from there. Oh, okay, sounds great. Okay. Well, good morning, Doug. Uh, Going to get ready to get started with the uh, fun fly here, and uh, all kinds of. Activity already going on this early. Yeah, we always have a lot of folks here to help set up. And this year, you know, since we weren't able to hold this event in 2020, uh, we're just anxious to get it underway. Yeah. So, so it looks good. It looks the same as I remember two years ago. <laughs> we tried to use the same template, so that's good. We, uh, we tried a new layout uh, two years ago and liked it and tweaked it a bit. Tweaked it on the fly. If you, if you look closely, you'll see a couple... Uh, Extra uh, flight lines that we uh, we painted one a little too close and painted another one. So not to confuse folks, but that, that must be why I lost my plane earlier. I was confused by the flight line. That, yeah, that's got to be it. Yeah, I'm that's gonna... unfortunate. That's the first flight of the day too. So. Yeah. Well, you know what do you do? You were breaking breaking us all in. I don't. I think it was the first flyer. I think Ryan flew before me, but uh, it wasn't much before me. So you're reminding me uh, that you know you're in the running for that. Uh, Hard luck award. You know, someone mentioned that earlier. Hard flyer, you know, there's a precedent there that you guys are right on that thing. So we'll see, we'll see what what happens the rest of the day. Well, somebody mentioned that, and I and my my answer to that is it can't be me because there's no plane to show that it actually got damaged. We don't even we can't even prove that you flew it because that's true. Other here. than other than it's not physically here anymore. Yeah, I can't say I heard something that sounded like a plane going through trees. It 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 did sound like that, but it could have made it. 
completely clean out of the tree as far as I know. It, it might be on the other side of those trees and in someone's backyard. Could be. On a three-point landing. You uh, stuck it in the no, no, Right, exactly. Yeah. So, I, you know, while I, while I understand how I might deserve that, Award. I don't know that it would be fair to give it to me. Well, now, it. let's just understand, this is this is not the fundraiser that, that flew two years ago. Oh, yeah, it's the same one. Well, okay, so now we have to suspect that maybe this plane is cursed, like it, it likes to be hurt, hurt all the time, or maybe it's just a special thing when it comes to North Carolina. Well, climate, well, well in my case, Texas, uh, well, in my case, uh, I, I was flying it just fine, thank you. Uh, until until it it got, I got locked out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and so so from that perspective, I feel like you know I, I'm I met the the you know the the bar of flying well, and, and that the plane itself proved itself. Uh, you know that it wasn't just the it wasn't just here. But I did get a lockout, and I couldn't, you know, couldn't use the controls anymore. There's nothing I could do. I, I tried to fly it all the way to the ground. It, it didn't help. <laughs> so I owe you a battery. Well, that, there you go. I, it's all fine. You're all good. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, uh, I'm looking forward to the day, and I uh, can't wait for things to start and get going and have a good time. Yeah. Thanks. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. All right, we're back. Well, man, that uh, Doug kind of laid it out there. So, uh, I mean, it turned everything seems like it worked out. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's the start of the day. was a is a great start. Um, things are coming together. I think this is their third one. Uh, I think, and he was saying um, that he felt better that they they had to, they had a process now that was something they could work and fine tune better. Whereas before, he felt a little less it was a little more jankety and uh <laughs> um in terms of you know Technical things term. being in the right place at the right time yeah so so uh so yeah that was good uh and i got a chance to uh fly the fun racer one more time in in the uh in the at, at the holly fest much to its demise yeah sorry to hear it so yeah. so tell us the story well you know uh, um, what we're going to do here is we're going to listen to a little bit of it from uh, the guy who helped me toss it. So let's talk to him real quick, and then we'll come come back and talk a little more. All right, sounds good. So uh, Ryan, I just wanted to say thanks uh, this morning for you. Uh, well, you're spotting for me, and I really appreciate that. Um, I needed it because. Uh, I uh, got disconnected from my plane and uh, lost it into the trees. We tried to spot it out there in the trees, but uh, after some looking, no, no luck finding it today. Yeah, I mean, that's... Surprise that's, in the woods for somebody another day. Yeah, exactly. And I think that that's... That, that is what I have said. So people are like, did you find your plane? No, but if you find it, it's yours. They're like, really? Like, yeah, you can. And give the battery back to Doug. That was... <laughs> you were flying Doug's battery. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't bring any batteries with me because... Um, you know, I didn't want to hassle with TSA. TSA and all yeah. that kind so of stuff. Okay. He said, oh, I got some batteries. And I was like, okay, great. So I put one in and promptly lost it for him. So you told him when he finds it in the woods, he can have it back. Yes. And, um, <laughs> the winner also earns a bottle of uh, Gorilla Glue or some foam tack, put the plane back together. Right. And they've got a perfectly good flyer ready uh, to go. I, it depends on how many pieces it, 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 it is found. we find it in or they find it in. Because you need, need to start a poll. How many pieces is it in? Because it made some noise when it went into those trees. It sure did. 
It sure did. We could hear it all the way over here. That's, That's the amazing part. It was loud enough for us to hear and very clear. Either it broke branches or it fell apart, one of the two. I'm guessing it lost against the branches. You, you think so? Okay. I don't know. It, it made some noise for a long time. It wasn't a gentle. It's not in the top of the canopy. Wherever it is, <laughs> somebody will not need to climb very uh, high for it. Uh, well, yeah. it was flying beautifully before. It that. really was. We had a good hand launch. We had a good flight, and all of a sudden, who knows what? I, I think that's probably one of the funniest things about it. You know, you and I were both nervous about the launch. I haven't flown it in a while, and. You had never launched one of those before, so we were both pretty nervous. And I think somebody had just prior to that said, oh, yeah, wasn't this the plane that, that nosed in two years ago? I was like, this is the very plane. And so we were both a little bit, uh, on, at least I was on edge for flying it. And you were like, yeah, I'll just throw it. And I, you know, I've done a lot of hand launches, but I've never hand launched upside down. I wasn't sure how to think that was going to go. It, 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 was beautiful. it really was. Uh, it was a nice up angle, and uh, the plane rolled nicely, and, and we flew around a couple times. Had a Because when I ship it, it uh, has to be adjusted every time, first flight. And so I had to adjust the elevator a little bit. But once I got that dialed in, it was doing good. And then, uh, you know, I don't know what happened. It's, it's Just, hard to find a good plane to travel with. I haven't ever tried flying with one for that reason. Yeah. But... Uh, yeah, interestingly, the uh, the uh, it's a it's a it's a glider plane, the Phoenix 2000. That actually fits really nicely in my golf bag. Okay. Uh, the, I have a hard I case. Saw the golf bag. Yeah, I have a hard case golf I bag. Who's going to practice their golf swing out here today? But in reality, I had a plane in there. It's really funny because you put the planes in there. Uh, I can carry four planes in there, uh-huh. uh, as long as they have detachable wings and detachable tail pieces. Right. So uh, so I would carry my that my walrus. Uh, uh, that that fun jet, mm-hmm. a, a couple others, uh, one, or one other, and, uh, it, it, and I've done that a couple times when I go to AEF uh, in, the in the winter. Yep, and so uh, I guess I'll be flying, going with one less plane to AEF. Yeah, but uh, so did, you didn't have others in the case today. You brought the whole oh no, case. I just brought the the fun racer. I, I you know I just I didn't really, you know, this isn't really. Uh, Flying, flying. Uh, I would bring the walrus because we used to do night flies. I don't know if we can do that anymore, but we used to do night flies. So I bring the walrus because it's a night walrus, mm-hmm. and we could turn the lights on and fly around at night. A lot of fun. Um, but uh, yeah, so th- that we, we went looking for it, and we didn't get. I didn't get any poison ivy or poison oak, far as I know yet. No, uh, so that that was good. You know, walking out in the woods in your shorts is not the best of ideas. But I guess nobody was on the walking path back there. They probably would have heard that thing come in and been standing there pointing. They at probably would have gave me an earful. Nice, right? They would have given me an earful. So I don't know. Well, again, I just want to say thanks so much for uh, taking the time to help me out and uh, trying to locate that thing. Oh, it'll be good to find out how many pieces and who finds it. Yeah, we'll see. The park people here are good. We get planes back from time to time. In fact, we'll if see. you recognize that somebody found it or whatever, let's get them. We'll interview them, okay? Right, That'd be good. good. Yeah, thanks. Talk to you later. All right. Well, so how do you feel? I mean, that plane has gotten through a lot. I mean, the last time well, we were both at Holly Spring, I was the one that did terrible damage to it. It's yeah. kind of had some ups and downs. You brought it down to my house a couple of times, and we've kind of put uh-huh. some dinks in it and repaired it. We, and flew, it at, it. we flew it at uh, in Phoenix. That's uh, right. At AEF. You know, yep. um, in fact, and I, I had to get got, a, Did it get any damage at AEF, or I can't remember? Yeah, it did. It did. And then Mike had to find me a spinner. I think oh, my spinner. Oh, spinner. That's right. Something uh, was wrong with my spinner. Not yeah. my spinner, but the, but, yeah, but the prop thing was, uh, was wobbling or something anyway. Uh, so Mike gave me a spinner. 
and uh, we flew it a couple times there, and that was that was all well and good. But uh, yeah, we we both thought, uh, you know, when he tossed it, weren't sure because you know, all the memories in our head was of course when you flew it the last time, which was it went up and it went down. Right. And so we were both pretty nervous about that. I hadn't been flying it in a little while. I've been doing mostly paramotor stuff, so I haven't flown it in a little while. And that plane always makes me nervous when I fly it. Right. Um, and so, but we tossed it, and it was a beautiful launch. I mean, did just exactly what it's supposed to do. 45 degree upside down, right up into the air, nice rotation into a flat, you know, to flat flying. And uh, it was beautiful. I flew that thing for three or four minutes. And uh, at one point in the flight, I lock, it got lockout. Wow. So I lost control. No, yeah. And, and then, and of you, course, and it, you had that, a that DX, was flying away from me at the time. And you had a DSMX receiver, right? Or did you have a DSM? DSMX. No, it was a lemon. It was a lemon receiver with a gyroscope. Gotcha. Uh, and so that was using the DSMX uh, connectivity. Um, but I just got a lockout. And maybe it was my radio. I don't it's unclear what caused the lockout. Right. They do have a uh, they do have a uh, cell tower nearby there, so I know that that was hidden, uh, that can hit people. Uh, but you know, maybe it was a loose antenna and I didn't screw down. You know, who knows? Right, I don't right, know right. exactly I, what caused the lockout. No way to know. And no. because we didn't find it, uh, no way you to didn't do find. A, I mean, that that plane is the brightest, most colorful thing on the planet. How could you not fly in that fluorescent beauty? Well, about that. Uh, when it hit those trees, it smacked them really hard. I mean, really hard. <laughs> so much so that we could hear it hit multiple trees on the way down oh my. from where we were, which is far away. If you've ever been at that field, you know how far away that is. And yeah. we heard it. So we went looking for it, but, you know, it, it just it just couldn't. We, it's going to be uh, – here's, here's the deal. Anybody who's out there in the winter finds that plane, you can have it. It's yours. You can have the <laughs> you, DSC, can have the parts. you can have the receiver. <laughs> you can have any parts that you find that work. It's yours. Yours to keep. Don't even have to tell me. But actually, I would like to know the story. Like, where did you find it? How many pieces was it? Maybe a picture if you find it. But right. uh, yeah, it's it. It was pretty much gone. Pretty much wow. gone. It, was that the only plane you brought out with you? Or? Yeah, that was the only plane I brought. I did. Um, you know, I could have brought my uh, FPV, but they were doing the. Uh, the uh, drone races and stuff again. So that means I would interfere with their stuff. So I wouldn't oh, okay. be able to fly my, fly my plane. And then I, I didn't, uh, I didn't really feel like bringing anything else. Cause most of the other things that fit in that uh, carrier are my uh, gliders. And um, so I didn't, I didn't want to keep bringing a glider out. Cause you know, I like to fly those for a while when I take them up there, but people don't like that. You're hogging the space. Yeah, you've been for there for long half an hour, 45 minutes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I chose not to bring it. Uh, okay. But other than that, you know, we had a good time and uh, a, a lot of fun. And so, um, yeah, yeah, it was kind of a bummer. But guys, like, you don't even seem upset. It's like, yeah, once I threw it in the air and I, you know, once I knew it was going down, it's like, well, all right, I guess it's going down. Right. And uh, I think I think I was down to about a dollar per flight on that plane. You know, we talk about that. <laughs> you know, when you buy a plane, first flight well, why, out why is two hundred dollars. Why don't you explain that to know? our listeners because they may not understand quite what you're talking about. Well, okay, you know, you buy a two hundred dollar plane. The first flight out, it's two hundred dollars. Next flight out, it's only a hundred bucks. You know, so you work your way down. I think that plane has seen enough time in the air and had a, we've had enough fun with it that and, and it had enough crashes uh, and recoveries that that uh, you know I think it had done. 
it, it's met its maker in terms of the fun. We, we had plenty of fun. We squoze the fun out of it as best we could. <laughs> That's a good way of looking at it. Yeah, oh, yeah. well, buddy, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry to hear that. But, you know, you never know what Santa might bring you. Uh, you know, this year yeah, for Christmas. It's true. Yeah. I don't know if he can bring me a fundraiser, though, because I don't think Multiplex makes it anymore. You know, there's other people who make similar style planes. Oh, so. really? Oh, I didn't even know that existed. A, you know, that? that was a pylon style plane. So there's yeah. there's other there's other pylon style planes yeah. that are out there, my well, friend. Well, good. And then, then great. I'm in for some fun. Some ah, more there fun. There you go. Um, so when you, so one of the things that I was wondering when you got to the event, uh, in the morning, how was the turnout? How were people coming out or was, was it more like, I remember when we went there in the morning and that was pretty much only, pretty much only the club members were there in the first thing in the morning and then things picked up. I want to say it was maybe around noonish, maybe because of the news show. And then it seemed like a a influx of people came in. So how did, how did it go? And I'd say, yeah, I'd say that was pretty much the same, uh, you know, setup um, that we had this time, uh, which was, you know, people started showing up in the morning. They didn't, there wasn't a huge number of people early in the morning, but there was enough people flying, uh, flying and, you know, having a good time. And then, um, uh, you know, I, uh, one of the things is I ran into that kid, Joey, uh, who we interviewed the last time oh, right. I saw him and his mom and we chatted a little bit. I didn't interview him again, but we just chatted a little bit and he, you know, obviously he's grown up and now flying a lot better than he was. Right. Uh, we talked a little bit about that and he, he, you know, he seems to have a lock on that stuff. I didn't, what? I didn't watch him fly to sort of, sort of, uh, you know, check him out, but, uh, you know, just, well, you that's know, great to hear because, you know, we, we met we met the young man, uh, like you said, two years ago, right? So two years yep, ago, yep, and his mom was kind of unsure, you know, what to uh-huh. do to maybe get him into this. And, you know, we, we yep. pointed him to Doug and the, the club and, you know, a couple of planes and, you know, things to, to think about. And um, I think, I, th- I want to say he got uh, like one of the, um, the little micro flyer uh, cubs. I think is what he got. I'm not hundred percent sure, but I know that we talked to him about it because that he could fly it at his house. He can come out to the club, you know? Um, so I, I, I think, I think he went along that route, but it's great to hear two years later that he's fully into it. Right. You know, right. That's great. Well, I don't know if you remember too. We also interviewed, uh, Mr. Youngblood, uh, last time, uh, that I was there and we, I saw him again. Now he had his yak out there that he had gotten, uh, from the time before. So let's uh, let's break away and, and go talk to him real quick. Okay. Hey, uh, everyone. I'm here with John Youngblood. Some of you may remember uh, we talked with him back uh, two years ago um, and did an interview with him. And uh, we, uh, I ran into him today, and I thought, you know what? It'd be good to find out how he's been doing. And what's going on? And uh, so, so what's up? I think you didn't you win something the last time we were yeah. here. Oh yeah, it was the uh, main raffle prize. It was the Yak Fifty Five. Okay. And uh, I feel lucky today because you know last time I had number forty seven, and, uh-huh. and I won on our net. And this year I got number ninety seven. Okay. Ninety seven. All so, right. You know, maybe fifteen numbers in difference. But, yeah. But yeah, I've been I've been doing good. It's been two years, and um, back then JCFC we had I think we had maybe twenty thirty. Uh-huh. And now we're, we're capping at, at 60. 60, wow. We're going to have to cap at 60 because... Are you going to cap, cap at no more people? Well, because... 
because we're having a lot of them actually since I'm a retiree uh, they come out on Tuesdays and Wednesdays we have just as many people out on Tuesdays and Wednesdays we do on Saturdays and Sundays oh okay and uh, that, that's like the retiree time and I have a lot of students a lot of retired students so they've made me be like so if I can teach anybody I'm just like the chief instructor probably the teacher okay alright so um, we have people coming out uh, like drones that want to fly airplanes we have people that never flown before I even had a five year old my neighbor heard of, saw me unloading planes, came out to JCAC, brought her grandson, five years old. And I will tell you this much, after the first lesson, he was not looking at the sticks, he was looking at the plane, and he was flying that plane like he'd been flying it forever. Dang, that's five awesome. Old, and he never took his eyes off the airplane. That's awesome. So, uh, we're doing good. We, we actually have a fun flight coming up in October, and it's going to be Saturday the 2nd, and uh, it's, it's actually called... Uh, Fall back and fly. It's, 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 uh, fall finally, back and finally fly. It's fly. Finally, it's fall fly in. <laughs> so finally, it's fall. <laughs> finally, and, it's fall. Uh, <laughs> we, we've been doing a lot of good things. We, but no, we, that, we, we, we've been there's a proof of concept. Being recognized by AMA quite a few times. We've done a lot of things with the pick up and go. And we had the improvement grant. Field improvement grant. And we've done quite a lot of upgrades here and fixed it. So you're in a paved area? You're, you're, you guys? It's not going to pave yet. Uh, still grass. It's still grass, but good. it's really good. Yeah. Um, it, I like a good grass field, honestly. It's okay. It's really great. Good shape. We have a lot of... Uh, like, I fly Jib. I just actually, I call it my Frankenstein F4 Panther. I've been building it for two years, a year and a half. And it, it, it's just giving me so much trouble. Uh, uh, I, I call it Frankenstein. Yeah. The pilot's name is for Captain Frankenstein. So <laughs> Frank N. Stein. I like and, it. And in the rear, it's called, uh, if you know anything about an F4 Panther, you need a rear, which is the wizard with the system officer. His name is Lieutenant Commander Ware, W-A-I-R, Wolf, W-O-R. So, uh, and now since it's flown, I can put markings on it and get that going there, get that going. The, uh, the, the biggest thing about JCC that's really good is that we have an awesome bunch of people out there that yeah. come out to fly. That's cool. And um, all walks of life and they just care about us. Uh, a big help, uh, actually a, a big push for us some, most times is uh, uh, Brian at Hangaray to Hobbies. I live about a block away from two blocks away from Henry. Oh, that's bad. And, yeah, and I give them cards all the time, and people come in, and I usually go over there if necessary and talk to pilots, and we get a lot of student pilots from there. And I don't know, for some reason, they, they, they go all over the place, but somehow they navigate to JCAC, and, and I think I see them rhyme it, and what we have going on there. And uh, I can't put the finger on it. You can blame me for it if you want to, <laughs> but whatever we're doing, we're doing good because we're, we're being recognized and we have a lot of people coming out and, they, and a lot of times the people come out, they say, oh yeah, I remember you from your website, JCAC, or I remember who else was out there, but they see me because I'm out there all the time, time right. Saturday, Sunday, I used to somebody to walk out, but Tuesday and Wednesday is when you get a lot of stuff. You may have any time on Saturday, Tuesday or Wednesday, you may have six to eight to Okay. And on the weekends, they may have just as many. Um, but the... the, the, the the best thing I like about it is just to come out Yeah. And, you know. But, well, I mean, there's, uh, for me, that's why you come out to fly, really. Yeah. I mean, I like flying. I like building planes. But, you know, really, it's to hang out with people who have a similar interest and 
uh, love to watch different skill sets and people flying. Like today, we're we're out here at the at the the Holly Springs uh, flying, and uh, you know some really great pilots out here already. Oh, yeah, they've, they've been doing some really good flying. Uh, I forgot his name with the with the F twenty two. Oh my god, that flat spin! <laughs> and it, and it, it was a true flat spin. Yeah, you, yeah. You watch it, but unlike Goose and Maverick, as they said, he pulled out. Yeah, he pulled. Well, he he had control of his motor. They they had a flame out. So, yeah. yeah. What do you do? So the uh, the. Uh, Oh yeah, yeah. I, I believe you. I believe you. It's a great group of guys. Thanks for uh, taking the time to share your hey, story. Okay. I like the swap meet part too because that's yeah. So, so is that before or after you crash the plane? I can't remember which. Yeah, that's good. If somebody else does, that's fine. The flight doctors will be there. Oh, person. good. You know, the flight doctors can do yeah, they can. I really appreciate it. And talk to him and, and, and oh, sure, no problem at all. Yeah, and, and uh, I think sometime if you guys listen, think twelve o'clock ish. I'll be flying that yacht that I won two years ago. Okay, well, I look forward to seeing it. Oh yeah, and it flies good. Good, appreciate that, sir. Yeah, yeah. Thanks a lot. Okay. Talk to you later. All right, we're back. So once again, uh, it's nice to catch up with people and just, you know, hear what's going on with them and, and where they're at. And, you know, that's that's fantastic. So, um, yeah, it's really good, too, to hear that he was talking about how, how uh, uh, you know, his club is growing uh, and doing doing well. And, uh, we t- you know, he talked a little bit about that and, and what, what made him do, you know, what he thought brought that that to the club. And I feel like you know, what he had to share there was well worth listening to and hearing with regard to, right. uh, you, know, you know, getting people to join your club and be a part of it, be a part of something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like I said, you know, like with Joey that you, that you were talking about before, you know, bringing the youth into it, you know, is paramount because let's face it, we're, you know, if you took the average age of all us, you know, combined, you know, we're around, around our clubs that we've been at, you know, we're the young guys, like we're the newbies, you know, <laughs> right. right. You know, in our fifties, we're like the youngest guys there. So, you know, well, not my, the clubs here in Dallas, there's just a lot more younger people here, but in your case, you only have a few people in your club. So, well, it, there, there's it, just, you know, two, so three. <laughs> so it's, Right. Exactly. If you want to call it. And, and so, yeah, but the ones, the clubs I've visited, uh, there's a lot of younger people and, uh, and the, you know, so you know, I think this the sport's fairly active here. 
I had went on it. We were walking with some friends the other day and ran to a a space that I think it was in Rowlett. It has this town has a field. Now, it was a nice field, grass uh, runways, etc., in a park nearby right. a lake and some other stuff too. But the challenge I had with it was, uh, you had to go through the city to go get your, you know, get approval to fly in the place. There, they seem to put a lot of bureaucracy in place. Right, and we talked uh, about that before, to, right? You know, we've yeah, had to, to deal make with that, that when happen. We were back so, up in Alaska. Yeah, and so uh, anyway, I, I just. I just think it's really cool, though, that, that, that the city did, you know, put up the park to be able to allow it. So that, that's kind of cool uh, that they got that going, too. And I, I haven't really talked to anybody there. Nobody was flying the day that I, that I walked by, but uh, maybe sometime I'll, I'll go out there and there'll be somebody out there I can talk with and we can chat a little bit. Okay. And right. so um, so they had, uh, they had food vendors there, and uh, it was um, Portuguese. I don't remember the name of the the, the – uh, vendor but uh, what i had was a portuguese hot dog okay, and <laughs> okay. i've traveled all they, over the planet and i've never heard of a portuguese you know hot dog well so basically please. it's sort of a spicy a sausage type of a hot dog kind of a thing okay and that sounds good and it was it was it was really good the bread that it was on was really good they did a, a great job of feeding us and but while we were while i was in line i ran into um the uh um david Trogdon, uh, the AVP District 4 uh, oh, guy okay. from the AMA. Yeah. And so I, I stopped and talked to him a little bit. So let's, let's break for that. Okay. So I'm sitting here talking with David Trogdon. Uh, he is the AVP of District 4, and I guess what I understood when we were talking earlier before that that you're taking uh, Rick's position uh, for uh, not Rick's yes. position, but but just but just subbing for him. Uh, I think we interviewed Rick two years ago when we were out here. Uh, you know, we we would have been out here last year, but nobody won't, nobody would let us, right? So, so we're out here. Uh, this is our second time being here. We love to be at this event. Uh, it's a great event. Uh, you can hear Doug going off in the background there, and you know he's a excited, uh, very enthusiastic guy. And you know, from a, as as a club presidents go, he, he's one of the top guys in my mind. Uh, I'm biased because we're friends, but at the same time, uh, we only became friends after we met him. Uh, I was up here visiting my brother, who lives nearby, and ended up in his field and ran into them. And yeah, I start. I mean, that's how stuff starts, right? Right. So, so you've been uh, AVP for how long now? Uh, probably about uh, eight years now. Okay. And uh, so you just like, uh, what the heck? I have time. I'll, I'll just do it. I retired, and uh, Jay Marshall, who is our vice president, uh-huh. said well, you're retired now. So why don't you? <laughs> I'm gonna volunteer you. Yeah, that's what he said. You and Rick Colley and take care of North Carolina. Okay. And so Rick kind of takes care of the areas Piedmont enough, and I try to take care of the coastal areas and do try to get... I've been to the mountains once or twice. Uh-huh. Uh, Let's give a big round of applause my wife and I were riding the train at Bryce and Sue several years ago, and we saw these tables. She said, oh, look, that's a produce stand. I said, no, those are flight tables. 
So the next day we came back and found the club and Itawa RC Club. Itawa RC Club. And so we stopped and visited and have stayed in touch with those guys. And they have their fill on Cherokee land up there. They pay a dollar a year for their That's land. That's nice. They'll never be moved. Oh, it's that's really how, nice. It's really nice to have that kind of relationship as yeah, you, you were pointing out earlier. It's how you, and that's that's the thing about this hobby is you make friends for a lot of different reasons and under different circumstances. Sure. And so I think that's a great thing about it. And I told Jay, he said, well, you like to talk. I said, yeah, I take pictures of some. He said, you'll do good to get out and talk to people and uh-huh. get some stories for the newspaper. Sure. For the magazine. So, so your your job is basically to be ambassador, and then uh, also get some uh, articles, possibly or, or, or pictures and stuff. Absolutely, Molly. Yes. Great, great. Well, that's great. Uh, so, how long ago did you start? Uh, I mean, actually, I wasn't trying to ask that question. When you started, what what were you working with? How about that? Well, my dad started flying probably uh, early RC in uh, early '60s, and so I would have been sixth grade, seventh grade. Uh, I was flying line control. Me too, yeah. And then he let me fly his radio control for a while. And then he got sick with cancer in 67 and passed away. Oh, that sucks. My senior year. Okay. So I flew for a year and then just quit. Didn't have any urge to fly. Yeah. My son and I had a real good relationship. And then he turned 16, he got a car, and that kind of... That was kind of a wedge there. My wife said, you need to find something else to do because he's got other things. Because you're under my feet. Yeah. Get out so, the house. So so I got back in the hobby back in 94 and had to pretty much relearn flying. Wow. I had never flown an airplane and landed with a motor load. Yeah, how about that? Yeah. Right, yeah, because okay. it always gas out. Yeah, yeah. you just ran it, it ran out. But yeah. it made me a better pilot. Yeah, I suppose it did. So, uh, and I pretty much stayed with the uh, smaller planes. I, I fly single channels, two uh-huh. channels, uh-huh. three channels, and four channels, and that's it. No three forty size uh-huh. or less. So it's all gassers though. Yeah, all okay. nitro. Yeah. So how come we didn't move into electric? But just just never it's got just, a taste for it. It's just well, it would have meant that I would have had to have bought different chargers and True. batteries. True. And, and the guys at field say, well, if you do this, then you have to really clean all that mess up. Well, I think it's the smell. You know, well, there's, the well, there's something to it, right? I mean, along with that smell comes all the memories of whatever flying you were doing. I know someday you'll probably be sparking up your engine and you'll have that one whiff of something that smells just like, I remember that day I was flying with X and so, and, and I totally get that, right? And that, that's really what my, I mean, we were, I was talking with Ryan earlier today and we, we had the same conversation, which is about, you know, it's about the community, it's about, you know, meeting the people. Sure, flying's fun. Yeah, I like to fly fast, all that stuff. But in the end, it's about meeting people, making friends. And it was the only thing that my stuff. dad and I actually ever, ever shared. Connected on. We He liked to fish. Uh-huh. And he fished up until he saw this guy fly this airplane the first time. Uh-huh. And then he started flying, and that was it for the fishing. What would your dad do? Uh, he was a TV repairman. Okay, perfect. So that came in really handy yeah, in the did. early days because you had to build all of it. Yeah, he did. And he had to understand the electronics of it. That's exactly right. Yeah. And a lot of the guys would bring their stuff to him because, as you probably remember, that you just get your parts in a plastic bag. That's right. Good old Zenith. And, yeah. And, and all your kits were just printed. You had to cut all those out. Uh-huh. And so, um, you know, it, uh, I, I wish that he could be here today for a lot of reasons but I think the biggest thing is to see how advanced everything is what do you think he'd say I don't know I think he'd be amazed I remember 
he had one of the first TVs, color TVs. Oh, wow. And uh, they would bring it to the shop in the afternoons. The first thing that came on was Bonanza, <laughs> 4 o'clock in the afternoon. In and color? People, yeah. And people would come from the, the barber shop and the grocery store next door at 4 o'clock, and he would say, look how blue the sky in this water is. And that was the only thing that was on in color for a while. Was right, Bonanza. right. So he would, I think he would really get a kick out of all that. All the, all the advancement. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just just safe technology. Te- sorry, safe technology all by itself. Yeah. And uh, the different gy- gyros that are out there now, I mean, that they can make them as small as they do. They're as small as a. They're smaller than receivers yeah. from even ten years ago, right? Which is crazy. And GPS units and all that stuff. It's, it's crazy. Even their equipment was not real reliable then, and the guys had CB radios which would bring your planes down in a heartbeat. And what we would we always tell people is we'd go out and fly on Sunday after church. And then on Wednesday afternoon, after you got off work, we'd go out and walk the woods. And, uh, of course, a lot of them were in the trees. I was 12, 13 years old. One of the guys borrowed a set of tree climbers, and that was my job. Go, go climb the trees. Climb the tree and get the planes out. <laughs> you know, so. That's a great way to start. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, a, it was a good thing. Do you have your gear? Because I put mine in the tree earlier today. No, I don't. You out to, oh, damn. Okay. <laughs> damn it. I haven't found it yet either, so that's an additional block. But so you're probably going to get the award today. Oh uh, no, I don't think so because they can't prove that it got crushed or smashed. Oh, it has to be that. I, I think so. Well, I think so. It just landed. It didn't uh, come back. I mean, I mean, if they do give me that, then there'll be the ghost crash award, right? Because there's no, there's no. Because you said it. Yeah, except for yeah, except for yeah. I can edit this out, so I don't need to. You know, the only proof is somebody else saying it. So. <laughs> There's only one other guy that knows about it, and I can take care of him. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, so that's cool. Uh, and did you, were you a builder, or did you like the already ready to fly a place? Uh, I have a cadet senior that I bought 14 years ago that was an R. Everything up to that point has been built. Kit, kit built. Yeah, and well, tell me about that. I mean, I, you know, I think that's a pretty much a lost art uh, because... It's too easy just to buy a plane and fly it. It's so much more fun, right? Right. But, but I'll tell you, you know, after you crash it a couple of times, and someone brings you a really cool design that isn't an ARF, and you're like, yeah, you know what? Stick building might be cool, or it could be a good time. I, I build foam planes, and so for me, you know, just cutting designs out of other people's planes and putting them together and flying them, that's a lot of fun to me. And, of course, I built gear to do that sort of thing, too. I built a, a, a foam cutter. Right. And so, so all kinds of technology that I had to learn to go do all that stuff. It's, so for me, it's not real, not only just right, the planes. Right, for me, technology, all the other things that you learn, engineering that you learn to do all that stuff, kind of serves that. You know, the interesting thing I used to like to see when we go to flying would be um, everybody was building about the same kind of things, but they were all covered and painted different. Right. Everybody might have been flying Tauruses, right. Lines, right. but they were all different. Right. And you go to the fields now, and most of the planes are pretty much the same. The same, yeah. yeah. Uh, so well, and so because of that, my friend Mike, who's one of the other podcast uh, uh, hosts, he's a podcast host, he, he uh, taught me how to use airbrush, to airbrush my foam planes. That's oh, that, fun stuff. Yeah. I mean... I never would have thought I'd learn how to paint my own planes or even want to. Right. But you know, I've done a couple planes now. It was pretty fun to 
do my own design. Get it's unique. It, yeah, it's right. Well, and, and that's it, right? And when you build a stick plane, as you know, you never want to fly it the first time. Yeah. But after you fly it, you're like, okay, I can do this again. There's, there's a lot of guys in our club fly 3D. Mm. And they buy them all ready built out of the box. Right. And they right. all look the same. Yeah. And one guy told me the other day, he's an excellent 3D pilot. He said, you know, yep. I've never built an airplane. I don't know if I could or not. But, um... Just, just start. Yeah. Just try it. It's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to ever go back to where you have to take a knife and cut the parts out. The printed parts. And if you ever had to do that or not. Yep. Yeah, well, that that's... A, to me, that wasn't so much fun because I always ended up, it's hard cutting those little eight-inch notches and ribs and, and things that break them all out. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's a lot simpler, but uh, I enjoy it. And, and I've got a, an old tri-pacer. The first thing my dad ever had was a, a sterling tri-pacer. Okay. Single channel. And uh, somebody at work, uh, worked at the yacht plant when I first moved down here in 04, the guy had the plane. He said, I've got something you may want. I got a yard sale down. I'll throw it away. It was a tri face. The nose was all gone off of it. And so I just, it was ugly. It was, he he'd sprayed everything silver, covered it with dark blue. It's blue and silver. Took it on, put it in my garage, and hung it up until first of this year. And so I'm down to getting this chrome spinner to go on it nice. to finish it out and it's beautiful uh, that's cool and I almost don't want to fly yeah right and uh, just, I thought well that's for a plane my dad did yeah it took him six weeks to do it yeah so um, the building thing brings back a lot of it. I imagine of yeah yeah from your past yeah yeah uh, that's cool so uh, I don't know if you can really talk about it because I know this is an ongoing discussion but uh, do you what do you give opinions or can you share opinions about ADSB and all that stuff that they're you know looking at doing and all that kind of stuff I'm going to call it nonsense because I think it is, it is. But, but at the same time uh, you know I can see some validity to it just just from the standpoint of what the concerns are I, I don't think we're there yet but they're trying to you know on the upside they're trying to lay the found foundation on the downside they're not really listening from what I can tell uh, do you have any other thoughts about that or I was in uh, mobile home business for years and drafting work. And I was in 72 when they decided they want to have third party inspections to make houses safe. Once you get the government involved in something like that, they always go way overboard and over regulating everything. And I think that is exactly where we are now. Where we are now. Yeah. I mean, we've been self regulating, the AMA has. For years and years and years, about 39, and we can do our safety thing. And when to have them come in and tell us that we got to do this, can't do this. Yeah. I think it's over-regulated. Yeah. I, yeah, I do. I agree totally. Yeah. Okay, well, I appreciate you taking your time to talk with me and share your opinions and stuff. Uh, it was really great to meet you. Hope to see you here next time. I'd love to come back. Yeah, great. Thank Thanks you a lot. Very much. Yeah, no problem. Well, that was quite interesting, yes. buddy. Yeah. So one, you know, one of the things that I, I was uh, was um, impressed. Well, one, you know, this isn't this isn't the guy. He was filling in for the real guy. And that, that was the other guy we interviewed last, yeah, time, last, we were last there. time, two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but but uh, it w- I was it was interesting to hear him. You know, I kind of I asked him the question. Didn't think he was going to answer it, but he answered the question regarding. You know whether he thought it was a good or not good thing that 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 the F, FAA is doing now with what we're doing, and you know he had the same feeling I did. 
look, the AMA has been doing a, a great job of training and keeping people uh, in check for the most part um, with what they're doing. And the club sort of polices itself, et cetera, et cetera. You know, we don't really need all this bureaucracy uh, nonsense that's right. going on. Yeah. yeah. And so, so it's really just surprising and refreshing to have him, you know, go ahead and step out there um, and, uh, and speak, you know, probably for himself. I, I don't know if he if got the AMA endorsement on that one, but, but either way, but I, but I still, that... you, you you know, you can relate with him. And like I said, sometimes when you're just reading this stuff or you're you're watching a video and you're not getting a chance to meet your representatives, you know, yeah. you may feel that they may not be doing things in our best interest. Right. So right. It's, it's good to right. hear a heartfelt, you know, that th- they f- they feel the same way you do and they just want to fly and have fun. Right. Right. And he, as you pointed out in the conversation, you know, his he he has come from a long line of doing this stuff and for a long time and so to watch it to watch it be shackled by the some of the rules that are going on and again mike's got great points about you know airplanes and all the stuff that's going on the commercialization of drones and stuff like that uh, in fact maybe at some point we'll we'll have an interview with a guy I talked to who's in the commercial aviation business of uh, doing just this stuff uh, oh really with a company called company called aurora and so Maybe you'll have a chance to get him on and talk to him about what's going on in that in that industry and and how things are laying out and what's and what's happening because I think uh, it's interesting. Uh, you know, we went into his facility or, or not his facility, but the, a facility, and uh, you know, it's like they had all the parts to the plane that we were looking at. Mm-hmm. And they were just sort of sitting onto the side in boxes and stuff. I was like, well, this is like a RC kit. He goes, yeah, kind of scaled up. Yep. <laughs> kind of scaled and so up. it's kind of, it, it, and it was scaled up, you know, it was pretty cool. We had some pretty cool photos. And so hopefully I'll be able to share some of those as well uh, with what was going on with Tim. So, yeah. Uh, and so after the, after we got our lunch and stuff, um, we had the lunchtime uh, uh, noon show show. Yeah. And that was kind of fun. Now I didn't, uh, you know, I'm not as good a reporter, I think as, I probably need to be. I have some work to do. So, like, I didn't get everybody's last name, and I didn't get every, you know, uh, all the stuff. But I did get a few. So, uh, at the beginning of it, John Jonathan Holmes was an awesome pilot and and a really just all around nice guy. I mean, really, there weren't any people who weren't nice. And if there were, I would call them out right now and probably have their picture <laughs> and maybe a photo. You know, have some you seen kind this of, man? But, <laughs> if you see this man run away, that's it. Something like that. But uh, Jonathan uh, flew an F-22 by Freewing. It was a very nice plane, very nice watching him do it. He did something called a Cobra move. Uh, I kind of got it, but I, don't, I wouldn't know how to do it. Like, I had no idea, but I kind of yeah, get why, why it was Cobra the, move. Because yeah, it sort of it's a, a it, loop originally, I think it was a Russian. Flat out at the top. Yeah, it's a Russian. It was a Russian thing for, like, SU-29s. It's not a real tactical. They make it out uh-huh. to, like, it is one, but as far as I know, it's but, not really a real tactical move, but it's kind of cool yeah. to see. There's a lot of G's being pulled up. Oh, yeah. And if there's anything tactical, that would be it is because you're going to knock someone out because they can't handle the G's or whatever. <laughs> well, if you're Maybe. being if you're being hijacked and they're in the plane with you. Yeah, sure. I guess that that might help. But uh... no, no, no. I mean, like I mean, like uh, if you're in a dogfight with uh, somebody else and they're trying to follow your moves and you pull this high G maneuver and they try to follow you with that high G maneuver. And, you know, well, that, that's that's the thing that that's the Hollywood thing. If you were following a guy and he does that maneuver, if you're far enough away, yeah. you just pickle off a missile. 
just wait and, and just yeah. shoot and just have it shoot the guy, you know, because he's going to stop. Yeah, he stops sure. in midair, you know, as you're yeah. supposed to yeah, be exactly. right behind him and you're supposed to fly right by. Sure. But sure. anyway, neither here nor there. But hey, that's that's still yeah. cool to see that he's doing with a model. Um, I can't do the maneuver, you know, intentionally. I can't in a either. Planner, yeah. so <laughs> that's still cool. If I do way. it, yeah. If I do it it's completely by accident. Well, that's hey, why I said cover, intentional, really? right? Wow. <laughs> I've yeah. done a lot. Of, I've done a lot of acrobatic things, but not all of them intentional. Uh, mine so. would be a crippled co- cobra. So. <laughs> Inverted. Uh, anyway, so uh, what what else did uh, did you so, guys? So did then they had uh, Steve Donnelly flew his gasser, and you know it's kind of interesting. Uh, you know what, what I really liked about this was the crowd noise. What do you mean? So during well during the um, during the noon show, there's probably I think all told about two hundred three hundred people, and of all the people that were there, um, the, uh, the probably good one third were children under three. Oh, so, really? Yeah. You know, yeah. So you had you know two parents, two kids, uh, and then you know ran, smattering of parent more parents, right? Not just kids. Yeah. Um, but you know there were there were a ton of little ones uh, there uh, in that. It, and and I could say it was it was, in, it was close to two or three two fifty number mm-hmm. of people that were there, and so what I was saying is when when they were flying stuff, uh, they would be like oh, <laughs> you know, That's awesome. and the whole crowd would just sort of and so crowd noise. It was some really good crowd noise, and they really liked the gasser. Uh, I think they liked it because he was doing some interesting maneuvers, and you know. It's loud and it goes by. When it goes by, it goes, you know, makes all that Did noise. Have a smoke system. And, on you know, uh, you know, I don't, don't think so. Not on that one. Uh, and you know, and the jet, the electric jet. You know, Mike's jets are, they sound like jets. Yeah. The electric jet, it's kind of like, gotta be quiet. Everybody be quiet. You know, and, they, and it comes by, and it's it's cool. Right. But you know, it's just not very loud. It's like, what was that? You know. <laughs> If you're not watching it, if you happen to be looking away, but that gasser, when he flies by, is like, if you're looking away, it's like your head's going to spin because this big old noise is coming by, right. making, you know, coming by. Anyway, so he was good. He did a good job. And uh, let's see, uh, what else? I just have some notes here. I'm going did, through. Did they have any races or, or anything like that? Oh, well, we had, um, uh, what do you call them when you, a gaggle, a couple gaggles. Oh, okay. Uh, cool. They had an Ultrix gaggle. Which was kind of cool. Um, and the Ultrix um, is a little. That's a little trainer, right? Uh, yeah, it's like a. It's like a Delta Wing. It's kind of like, kind of frankly, reminds me of the Radjet, only lot not as long of a nose. Mm-hmm. So it's so it's very much like a Radjet from my perspective. They had a timber gaggle. Oh, that'd be uh, fun. Which was existed of two planes, unfortunately. You know, <laughs> I don't know if that's exactly yeah. a gaggle or uh, you know. A well, you know, <laughs> you start with more in mind, call it a gaggle, and then you get two planes. That, you know, it's hey, a pair. Well, hey, they're just starting out, so I'll, we'll we'll cut them some yeah. slack, right? Next year exactly. there'll be three, then it'll be eight, and then ten. So, it, can, can remember? Then, when, uh, re- this, do you remember when we were up in Alaska with the Fun Cub? You know. Yeah, just one or two guys so got had, some, and then within yeah, and then all of a sudden we had eight or ten six months. I mean, everybody had. I mean, we had yeah. tons and tons of. It was a hell of a fun plane to fly, dude. It, yep, yep, sure it was. It still is. I mean, I still yeah, fly it. I still, I still yeah, a great time here. every time I fly it. What yeah. I loved about it was that since there were so many fun cubs uh, that were up there, 
everybody started, you know, making theirs, you know, individually started doing up stuff for their for their fun cups. Yeah, so that, that that was kind of cool. That, well, I, that I, wasn't me. I know that wasn't. Yeah, me. <laughs> I didn't know how to do. That was prior to my any acrylic uh, brush. That's true. Uh, airbrushing. That's right. Because because unfortunately the fun jet was your your biggest. Yeah, it was my first. Yeah. Not my last though. My my first. First. My, right. my second one was the was that airliner that I that I painted. So gotcha. that was kind of fun too. So then we had uh, two helicopter dudes out there doing their stuff, and of course that everybody loves that stuff because you know those guys can do and all that kinds was of crazy Daniel things. Daniel and Steve, right? Yeah, Daniel and Steve. Okay. Exactly. This is where I failed on the getting the last name part. Oh, gotcha. So yeah. And, uh, you know, I was, you know, that pretty much ate up the whole noontime thing. And, of course, we did the raffles and whatnot. And, uh, Ooh, what'd you win? Um, I didn't, I didn't win anything. <laughs> Are you serious? I won, I won a lost, I won a, a, I... a lighter uh, plane carrier, is what I won. A what? A what? A lighter, my plane carrier was lighter because I crashed my plane. <laughs> oh, so gotcha. I... I was like, you won a lighter plane carrier? I've never seen or heard of one yeah. of those. <laughs> It's called the golf club bag. That's right. Okay, gotcha. A lot lighter when I came back. So you definitely didn't pull any yeah, back lighter. muscles on the way back with that one. That's correct. Well, that's awesome. Um, did uh, I remember that uh, we had uh, we got sponsored uh, for our, uh, for one of the planes, and uh, so we had. I know Mike sent out some T-shirts, right? For we gave out yeah, for gifts, yeah. and then somebody won. Um, uh, <laughs> Uh, AeroVenture, AeroVenture's uh, 3D plane. So, how, what did that? Right. What did that look like? Do you know who won that? Uh, I didn't. I didn't get that written down. I think. Uh, I think Doug had uh, has that info, and I didn't. I, did, I forgot to get it to bring it with us. Thanks for asking the question, and uh, me not having an answer. That's on me. Uh, that's all right. But uh, we would fire you but, and replace uh, you with a younger, better-looking guy. But we don't. Well, know the any. thing is, it wasn't me, and once it wasn't me, it's like I didn't care. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know how that goes. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I think that uh, the people were excited about getting it. I do remember that, and they're excited about, you know, what it could be. It wasn't uh, – if I remember right, it was in a box or something, so they didn't take it oh, out. Oh, they didn't have it like out that. so everybody could see it? Or No, no, no. It was in a box or something oh. uh, in the back, in the back. So. Oh, I, I kind of figured they'd have it out on display uh, so everybody could see it. So No, nope, they didn't. Not not that I not that I saw anyway. Oh, okay. I, I was you know kind of wandering around, so I didn't really go looking for it. But when I when I registered, uh, all the stuff that they had been given was sort of back behind the registration right, desk, right. and so uh, I, it wasn't really. Yeah, quite frankly, there was a lot of stuff there, so I don't I don't know if they really had the room for it. So was there anything there that you that you wanted to win? For you? I wanted to win everything that was there, but I couldn't bring any of it home, so I didn't really want to win anything because there was nowhere. Well, I see your strategy, it. and therefore, by not wanting anything, then you would win the biggest, baddest thing that was there that would take up the most room. You would have thought that would have worked for me, but it didn't <laughs> it work. Didn't, okay. Yeah, it was a crappy strategy, evidently. So, uh, yeah, some guy came up to me, and I saw he had a plane uh, in a box, and I was like, "Wow, that's a really nice plane." He goes, "You you want to buy it?" I said, yes, I do. And he goes, really? I said, no, because I can't get it home. He's like, well, you just put it in your car. I said, well, about that. <laughs> about that. There you go. See, save by the car's flying more in. of a plane this time. Yeah. That's right. There you go. Save and, by And, you know, of in. course you can ship that stuff, but, uh, you know, it ends up costing you more money. Than, yeah. Than, well, you know, it takes all the fun so, out of it. So it's not. Mm-hmm. It does. 
for me anyway. So other than that, I think that we uh, we had a really good time. I mean, that's uh, did did uh, you know, Doug what, embarrass what, you and make you stand up there and give a speech or anything or no speeches? Um, but I did get to you know pull the ticket out for the grand prize winner and, and so uh, I called the number out. Gotcha. So I got to I got that going for me. <laughs> Well, it would have looked bad had you pulled out and said, "That's gonna, my well, number." I'm gonna put on my resume. I'm gonna put in my resume. You know, call the number out. That's right. Official official best. number caller. Number caller for, mm-hmm. for third annual. Holly I'm gonna Springs stop short of calling it a, a aviation shot caller, event. So I'm not quite a shot caller. Right. So I'm gonna stop short of that. But uh, number caller. Gotcha. So if you were number forty, I got you. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, dude. I I am a little envious because I think all I did was chores and work on a couple of projects. I was not having any fun in the sun, nor uh, I didn't get to fly that week because it got so hot while you left that uh, my partner, Jim, you know, we were supposed to go flying and he called me up and he's like, yeah, man, it's supposed to be over 100, 105 for the next several days. You know, why don't we take a rain check until the the weather breaks? So, you know, I just kind of... Well, it wasn't that where we were. It was in the 80s. It was, it was actually fantastic. Yeah. Uh, the weather was the whole week. In fact, I didn't even think I was going to get the balloon ride. And, and uh, before we, uh, before we get, kind of go down this road here, why don't we just get, get with Doug real quick and sort of wrap up the day? Oh, yeah, sure. So uh, here we are. It's the end of the day, and uh, wow. I think it went really well. It did. We we're still got some flying left to do for folks that are still hanging around. But yeah, we uh, so taking last year off. Uh, we were unsure, you know, what kind of attendance we were going to get today. The weather cooperated. It was perfect fall-like day. It really was. It was beautiful. Um, and uh, I think we had the largest crowd of public uh, folks that came out. Our food truck completely sold out of food. That's pretty cool. And uh, the line was so long, my, my wife waited 40 minutes to, to get me lunch. Four zero minutes. Four wow. zero minutes. Wow. So we'll give the feedback to the event planners that they, we need to, you know, have a food truck rodeo or something going on out here maybe. I don't know. Fruit truck rodeo. Okay. But, uh, we, uh, I don't know what the totals are, but I think we raised a, a record for our, our sponsored charity. Really? I think so. That's yeah. awesome. Sure, yeah. I'm glad to hear that. And uh, we... Uh, I think we had around 50 registered pilots this time. So a little bit lighter on the pilot crowd than last time, but yeah, well, in terms of fun and just variety that was out here. I think 50 is way more than I expected, to be honest with you, yeah, you know, given, given the circumstances. Yeah, we like to, you know, say the bar is low and exceed it yeah. and then be surprised. But yeah, it's all good. Yeah, we're, I'm, I'm exhausted. <laughs> I imagine you are. You, you were running around today. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you sat down all day, did you? No, I didn't. Yeah, so don't fall asleep while we're talking. I, yeah, I'll try not to. Yeah. Uh, well, cool. Well, is there anything that stood out for you um, for, for this event today? I just think the participation from the pilot side and also the public coming out. Uh, it's just been, it's just overwhelming. It's really good. And uh, folks that were here, it was bringing a tear to my eyes to hear the hear the uh, story about the Meg Smile, the foundation, how that all started. Yep. Um, yeah, that was just overwhelmed by the now, I don't know if it's just me, uh, but if you looked at the crowd today, with regard to the number of children under two that were here, wouldn't you say there was a high count? It looked like a high count. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got uh, you got new you got new pilots in the next seven to ten years here. I know. Yeah, right? 
So. Yeah, my wife was, was you know, in, inter, intermixed them with the public there, and so she was hearing a lot of good feedback on folks that were interested in. They didn't know our club existed. They, they didn't know this hobby existed. They were experiencing this. I saw a lot of smiles today, so that was a good thing. Yeah, it was. It was kind of. This is. A, I don't think I heard this last time when I was here. There was a lot of crowd reaction this time. Yeah. Like, and, and I don't know if that again might have been due to the younger crowd, uh, and you know the under two crowd. But uh, there was a lot of crowd participation and clapping and the ooing and the awing and the that was impressive because I was not looking that way when they were, when some guys were doing some you know good flights at the noontime hour. But you know when I asked, hey, you know let's let's give it up for the pilot. And, yeah. you know, there was a, it was a pretty resounding cheer. I'm like, yeah, wow, we're at a stadium. Yeah, now. exactly. <laughs> it's pretty good. Oh, I was pretty impressed with that. Well, from my perspective, uh, even though I lost my plane, uh, I'm probably going to talk about that a little bit more. But even though that happened, uh, it was a really great day. I mean, you could you couldn't have had a better day, really. Yeah, no, we really couldn't. Have. This is this is great. Well, good. I really appreciate you coming to our event. Oh, no problem at all. Uh, Mike, I enjoy you know, it. You know, spread the love of the uh, Park Flyer podcast. Hopefully, you picked up a, a few new listeners. Uh, we'll see. And uh, it's great. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate it. Nice talking with you. Thanks. Bye. Okay. Well, sounds like Doug was satisfied. Yeah. Like, like I said, the weather was fantastic, uh, not only on that day, but uh, on every day after. I mean, I think we had rain for part of the day, but most of that was to wash the car. Uh, you know. <laughs> perfect. Those are perfect uh, days. Uh, to blow the dust off was, the car. Yeah. Uh, nice. uh, we didn't think we were going to go balloon flying because, uh, you know, the weather was supposed to be windy, whatever, and there wasn't going to be enough room for everybody. So it was just going to be, you know, my dad and I and Joel was going to get to go. And and then just like bing, 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 people canceled. The wind went away. It was beautiful. Uh, I really like the technical way that she um, decided that we were going to fly or not. We went to a local area right near an airport and she filled up a helium balloon and let it go and that was how they decided okay we're gonna fly <laughs> really i was like wow okay well very scientific i guess, I guess. That could work there you go yeah but you know you watch which way it's flying to see where you're gonna end up to decide where you start from etc cetera, etc cetera. yeah 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 there, and, there's uh, a bit of uh, I, I one of the things i did learn about since i was in new mexico uh in santa fe um one of the great things, or Albuquerque, I should say, one of the great things that they learned about, you know, they always have balloon festivals out there. And I just thought, you know, they had balloon festivals out there because they kind of pushed having balloon festivals and it became their thing. But that's not uh-huh. the case. It's because the no. winds do a perfect little box pattern. So it means that if you get, oh. you go to a certain altitude, the winds are always going east-west. And if you drop an altitude, uh-huh. the winds are going west-east. So you could... You know, rise up, go to, you know, 4,000 feet, whoo, fly, you know, five miles. And then if you want to come back, you just descend 2,000 feet whoo, and you fly right back to where you came from. And it's like, and it's yeah. like a, uh, it's a, one of those weird, not weird. It's one of those rare places that does that all the time. So just yeah, well, that's, and that's FYI cool, right? for I mean, my, and, my. And so, so the, yeah, so the cool thing is that when we went up, it was such a beautiful day and the winds were just right. She flew over these mountains that they never do. <laughs> That's so cool, like, dude. She she was telling us all these things. We never fly for this long. We never fly this direction. We've uh, I've only landed over here twice in the entire time I've done this in the twenty years I've been doing this. You know, uh, all these kind of things. It's like, 
it it was it was super fantastic and, and we landed in this uh horse near this horse farm and uh the people came out and they were tremendously nice and uh uh it was just it really was just the best thing ever really we had such a great time well that's awesome great. dude i'm i'm so happy yeah. that you had a great vacation i wish i would have came out to the event you know yeah would have been um, nice to have not, you not to shoehorn into your actual vacation part <laughs> been no, up in the no, balloon with we you would, we would have left but... you on the side of the road as fast as you could have <laughs> well, blinked that's thanks that's always nice um but uh Man, yeah, that's like my had... best friend back there, Jay. Yeah, there. He's, he's, taking there. <laughs> he's taking pictures. He's taking pictures. running after us. I don't think he'd catch us, but that's he's right. running he's after gonna us. He's going to be watching the car. <laughs> 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 no, dude, it sounds like you had a great time. I'm glad that we were able. We to, you were able to fit it in and and uh, get yeah. to go to the event and bring it back for us and our listeners. And you know, it sounds like a great time. And hopefully, you know, like I said, it sounds like Doug's getting this, you know, zoned in. And like like you said, now it's all not all janky. I think was the technical term you used. Or feeling oh, said, it was jankety, yeah, it was so, janky, janky. so um, you know, for the electric festival that we have out in Arizona, I think they said the same thing when they first started, you know, that they felt yeah. that things were jankety, and the more you do it, then you, you find out who does what best for organizing things, and, you know, sure. you, they get better at it every year, and it gets easier and easier, so I, I have a feeling no. being dug the being I, I don't know is, if Doug wants be... me to call him out on this or not, What's but that? I'm going to, I'm going to say this. And one of the things he said, he said, you know, if I actually let people do stuff, they would really be awesome. <laughs> and, and basically what he was implying is that, is that, uh, is that, you know, he, he, I think the story he told me that it was sort of a quick story. He goes, yeah, I got here. And it was like, why isn't this done? And then he realized he hadn't told anybody to do it. Right. So, because he, because he didn't do it. Right. And so, and that's what, I, that's what he was talking about. Said, you know, he had a, he had all these ideas and plans and stuff like that, but they were only in his head. Yep. And so, you know, given that's the case, it still was awesome because people really pulled off putting it together, being where they're supposed to be, putting stuff up, setting it all up, doing whatever. It really, it really turned out nice. The food, like I said, the food was great. Um, uh, you know, it was just fun. We had a good time. Awesome. Well, it sounds like uh, we'll have you to uh, improve on your reporting skills next year. It sounds like this may become an annual <laughs> an annual thing if you're having well, such a great vacation like the, this every yeah, time. Yeah, I'm not promising anything about that. <laughs> don't be don't be making any of those Hey, I was, I was just happy that you were able to kind of pull this off and, uh, you know, all on your own. So I, I'm well, appreciative. One thing I'm going to do is get some more, uh, get some uh, uh, cable for that, for my recorder. Uh you know, I think it's kind of cool to have the live sounds around us as we're going on, but right. I also know that it sounds way better when we have the headphones right, and dude, stuff. Right. And I was just using a, hand, a little, you know, hey, handheld. Dude, listen, man, but, I, I, however, however you did it, it worked, and uh, you know, I'm appreciative, and I'm sure our listeners are too. And uh, you know, thanks a lot for for going out there and you know, sure. Miss the, miss I'd love to get podcast. some feedback from our listeners about. You know what they would have liked to have heard more of uh, while I was there, etc. You know, just it's good to get feedback about that, even if stuff they didn't like. You know, Mike should have talked less or whatever. All that, you know, that's <laughs> that's a given, obviously. <laughs> but you know, may, maybe maybe should you know, I'd like if someone to speak up about that one way or the other. But well, uh, anyway, give us a call, send us a write to our uh, our website, our website or email as well, and uh, you know, give us a com a comeback or feedback, and let us know, folks. We're here for you. 
So, yeah. Other than that, right. um, any other flying, any other things that uh, on your mind before we wrap up? Uh, no, pretty much just fly. You know, I got back uh, uh, on the weekend, and there was some reasonable weather. It wasn't fantastic weather, but reasonable weather. So I went paramotor, took my paramotor up, and went flying. Uh, you, you know, I had I was Jones and I was Jones at being gone a week, not flying. They flew all week long while I was gone. Of course they did. And I was like, yeah. Of course it was the best exactly. week ever. You should have been. They were like, they were like, dude, where are you? Where were you? It's like That's I was right. on vacation. Yeah, well, too bad for you. you Everybody know? took a week off, and the weather was perfect the whole day. Not an ounce of wind, exactly. or just five miles an hour exactly. of wind. You know. Yeah. I, I Southwesterly toward the water. Yeah, towards the water and the rainbows. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> sure. All right. Well, uh, I guess we should wrap it up for the week, and uh, hopefully Mike will be back uh, here in another two weeks. Um, I think he's uh, all trained out and all uh, flown out for the rest of the month. So uh, starting in, I guess it'll be October, he should be back. So Great. In the meantime, I guess everybody should get out there and fly. So uh, for the Parkfire Podcast, I'm Jay. And uh, I'm A.K. Mike. All right. And what do we usually say? Let's fly. There you go. You have been listening to the Park Flyer Podcast. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to your next visit. Please give our show a star rating and review, and feel free to email us your questions, topics, or suggestions to parkflyerpodcast at gmail.com.